Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you got Daryl rolling on the solo tonight. It's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. But let's get down to one thing first. Is Shaq really cyberbullying JaVale McGee? Oh, my goodness. What is going on in the world of sports? And, you know, I think there is some truth to cyberbullying. And I think when you're talking about a man like Shaquille O'Neal, seven feet, 400 pounds, He's talking about whooping up on JaVale McGee because he because JaVale McGee says, hey, man, let's stop some of this. Let's stop some of this tip for tat on Twitter and Facebook and whatever else y'all use to to make your complaints about each other. But hey, now and then, you know, Shaq, he works for a, a, a basketball network, TNT. And you got to understand that TNT has to be kind of shrugging their shoulders a little bit. Because we all look at the show, Shaq and a Fool. Now, we've all seen that show, and most of us have kind of wanted, I wonder if JaVale JaVale McGee is going to be on the show this week. In most cases, he has been on the show doing some crazy things like running running to the wrong basket. Come on, man. Balls hitting him and going the wrong basket. You know, come on. But then when you get the mothers involved, oh, my goodness. JaVale McGee, his mom was a very, uh, she was a, a world-renowned basketball player. Of, I mean, from, I mean, world-renowned all over the world she's played, and she played in the WNBA and was a very good basketball player. Um, matter of fact, seemed like I remember when that kid was born. But when we go, when we start talking about the mamas, man, when your moms get involved in these situations, you know, we see JaVale McGee's mom. She she got involved. Um, she came out and said Shaq was a bully and, you know, and he needs to stop. And, and Shaq said he wasn't going to stop nothing. You know, and I, I understand Shaq's point of view, too. But then Shaq's mom got involved in it. Now, that's the question. Did Shaq's mom get involved in it? Or did TNT, his, the people that pay him, get involved and say, hey, man, if you don't cut this mess out, man, we're going to have to suspend you. Or we're going to have to fire you. Or we're going to have to take a little bit of money away from you. And Shaq says, oh, okay. Or was it his mama? Hey, we got Reggie on the line. Reggie, what's going on? What's happening, I Reggie? In, I just tuned in, and I didn't catch the beginning of the show. I um. So I heard you talking about Shaq and these mothers of uh, these professional athletes. Uh, Reggie, this, 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 this is what happened. Shaq has this show on cable called Shaq and a Fool. And he's always having this guy named JaVale McGee on his show because JaVale McGee is always doing something ridiculous like running to the wrong basket Ball bouncing off his head and going in the other team basket. It just just crazy stuff, man. And uh, double dribbling all the time. 
And Shaq always pretty much makes his show about this guy, JaVale McGee. Well, on the internet, Shaq has been calling JaVale McGee out, like saying, hey, he's he's not worthy of the money he's making and all kind of stuff. Well, JaVale McGee, mama who played in the Olympics, played in China, played in uh, the WNBA, she came out and said, hey, Shaq, that's enough of you messing with my son. You've been messing with him for about four years now. That's enough of this mess. And then Shaq mom came, and then Shaq said, hey, I ain't, I ain't going to stop messing with him. If he if he's sorry, he's sorry. If he, if he, if he overpaid because he's seven foot, he overpaid. And then Shaq mom stepped in and said, hey, that's enough. You need to stop this. Now, did Shaq mom step in, or did the people that pay Shaq on TNT say, hey, man, you need to lay off that kid a little bit? Oh, wow. I didn't, I, I wasn't aware of that. Um, but to me, the way you just described it, sounds like he's uh, a good candidate for the Harlem Grove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, Reggie, and we, and we, you know, and, and I guess, see, Reggie, me and you. And, and a lot of times when you do stuff like that as a professional athlete, you bring stuff upon yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, because these guys, especially former athletes, when they see that kind of stuff going on, you know, I mean, you opening up room for yourself to be uh, teased and, and made fun of because you know they got these blooper jokes, uh, blooper uh, videos that, that they go they do every year. So uh, sometimes you got to take a look at yourself, man, and, and maybe that'll tighten you up. I don't know. Maybe it'll help you change your game, you know? I don't know. <laughs> you know, now, now, Reggie, see, like, now, I'm going to tell you. Now, me and you, guys like me and you, uh-huh. only person uh-huh. that ever, only people that pretty much ever teased us were probably uh-huh. other athletes. You understand what I'm saying? We didn't really right. get teased a lot. You know, we no one right, really right. Picked, picked on us because we were like, you know, when you call it what you want, we we were the jocks on the campus. You know, people That's looked right. up to That's us, right. it, and they they, they you right. know they they almost we had fans when we were teenagers. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Now, on exactly. the other hand, on the other hand, that chubby kid in the corner of the classroom in the back that people be picking oh. on, and he go home and. Sit in, a, go home, and can't wait to just have my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and sit down. And right. now he's thinking about all these kids I'm picked on him all day, and they mm. call it now they call it bullying. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And and now they're looking at Shaq like, hey, he's a bully. He's a cyber bully. He's bullying this guy on the internet. When the guy came out and said, hey man, leave it alone. I'm tired of this. I ain't going to mess with you no more. Shaq came out and said, no, nah, it ain't over. No, I want some more. Yo, you know what? <laughs> so, so, you know, and I guess the question is, you know, when they started saying that, then Shaq just backed away to me. When they started calling him a cyber bully, yeah, you a right, cyber bully, right, Shaq. Right, right, right. Then so he, now that you mentioned that, now that you mention that, maybe maybe the network did, uh, his boss or whoever's in charge of of, of uh, the uh, uh, television network, maybe they did say something to Shaq because you know they don't nobody want the bad publicity, and then you start getting all of the the mothers involved, who kids are being bullied in school and stuff like that. But we're not talking about kids; we're talking about a professional athlete. 
Right. You know, so and these are the guys that we would hope that set the example. If, if the fans start on him, then then what are you going to do? You going to tell the fans to stop it too? <laughs> but you know now, see so, the thing with this dude Javale McGee. Now he's been on some some bad teams. He was on. I remember he was on the Denver Nuggets one time, and um, he, he he was not a very good player with them. But now he's on the best team in the league, the Golden State Warriors. You know what right. I mean? And and does it? Right. And then you got to think: Does Shaq feel a little envy because this is this man is on the best team in the in the land, and he might get him a championship ring? After all of that trash he's talked about this guy for all of these years, and you look mm-hmm. up, and JaVale mm-hmm. McGee, the star of Shaq and a Fool, is walking up there to getting him a, a world championship ring. Now, how's Shaq going to well, feel if that happens? Well, maybe he'll get the last laugh. Well, right. Hopefully, hopefully he'll, he'll get the last laugh, and he can say he was part of an uh, NBA championship team, which... Many people, a lot of people, a lot of basketball players can't say. You know, exactly. even Charles Barkley, he can't even say as good as he was. So, you know, hopefully everything will work out for him and, and, and he can end his career on a good note and um, make it to the finals and, and prevail. Yeah, yeah. Prevail. You know, and, 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 and I, 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 I hope he does. Yeah, you know I now, now Reggie. Um, one one thing I want to talk to you a little bit about before before I let you get out of here, you know, um, Johnny Manziel, you know, he's talking about a comeback every year. We seem like we hear this talk, but this year he's talking mm-hmm. about a comeback. But <laughs> where, where where do they where do they have him at now? Pitch it on on a boat in Miami. Now it ain't no boat. It's a yacht on a yacht. In Miami, with some with some drinks in their hand, didn't didn't look like seven up. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. It looked right. more like like more, look more like fruit punch Kool Aid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, right. you just can't right. you can't you can't repair your image if you're gonna be out here getting right. caught doing this kind of stuff. So don't don't talk yeah, about I'm, a comeback I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm, you ain't uh, dead. You know, if you're the type of person that had the the negative publicity that he has, and you, you, you're claiming that you want to make a comeback, that that's the last place you should be. Yeah, you ain't lying. I mean that that's the last place that you should be is out in Miami partying, and and with all this technology and cameras that people have with these phones, these cameras with the phones, you know everybody's gonna take a picture and and and, and try to send it in. To show that hey, I got a picture of Johnny Manziel. Look at him; he's out there partying. So mm-hmm. uh, he, he's uh, he's not going down the right road if that's his if that's his uh, mindset to uh, come back, try to make a comeback and, and show the people that hey, I've been rehabilitated. I got myself together, and uh, I want to give this thing another shot. So um, maybe he will, maybe he won't. But uh, the way you're describing it. Uh, nobody will touch him if that's the case. Yeah, he, you know, he got a lot, a lot of work to do, man. He got a lot of repairing to do, and uh, for him to repair his image, that that's that's not a good look for him. And uh, you yeah. know, it, it's yeah. you know it, him. He, he's on a yacht with three chicks, no, four chicks, and and a dude. You know what I mean? And oh, and they all look. drinking and carrying on, man. Now I'm gonna tell you something, you know. 
when I was in my 20s and I was on a boat with four chicks and a dude, if me and you was on a boat with four chicks, I ain't drinking Kool-Aid and I definitely ain't having no orange juice. I, might, oh, I would have some orange not. juice with my that's, absolute. That's right. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have yeah. orange juice with my absolute. Right. That's right. So I'm and, saying, man, and, you know, you just. Yeah, there's, there's no way possible uh, for this guy to be out there, especially in Miami. No, nah, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've both been down in Miami partying, and when we go out, it's not to go out and drink no Kool-Aid. Man, and you know, I'm going to tell you, see, people like him that's not really familiar with what's going on down there, I mean, you can really mm-hmm. get caught up easy. I mean, it really don't yeah, take but a, so you know. easy to get caught I mean, up. Man, you eight hours could pass you in Miami like that, man. Yeah. I mean, you you yeah. look up. And you look up and it's the right. sun is coming out. No, the sun is out and it's been out for a while. And you just stepping outside. Yeah. You know, you say, hey man, yeah. I have, you know, you, this ain't a place for you to be hanging out. Go to Colorado or, or go to Hawaii, but that that right. down that Miami right. man, no, nah, that's not a good look. I I really wish she um. Right. I hope. And, I wish you well. To, and talking to a person from experience, man. Once you get started on that one drink. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Man, it's, 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 there's no telling when you're gonna stop. Yeah. There's yeah, no you're right. telling when you're gonna stop, and if you're trying to uh, uh, rebuild yourself and, and, and make an impression on the league, that's definitely not the right way to do it. Now, Johnny Mazzia got he 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 got to make a lot of adjustments, and um, this is definitely not a place to make adjustments. Miami, Florida, really? Dade County is not the place. What yeah. they say about that, that about that uh, Dade, Dade County, Broward, and uh, Dade, uh, go down there on vacation and, yeah. and, leave and leave on probation. probation. I'm telling that's you, right. man, that's, that's, that's it's true. a lot of people go to Miami and yep. Fort Lauderdale on vacation and leave yep. on probation. Yep. You know, I'm and what he you, has man. to do is he has to get himself. He has to surround himself with a with a circle of people that really love and care about him. Because most people, when you're in that line, like a majority of people that's coming after you, they coming after something. You know, and uh, if you don't get that 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 inner circle of people that love and care about you and want to see your best interests at heart, you will have a tough time trying to impress. Uh, the the the, the uh, scouts and the uh, coaches and the general managers and the owners uh, uh, that that want to see you do well before they even think about signing. So well, Reggie, let me tell you something. To... These three girls, no, these four girls laying down on this on this yacht, and all of them got drinks in their hand. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they mean. Uh, nah, that's not the kind of help oh. we need there. Oh, oh no. absolutely no. That's no, not, that is, that is no, not the, that's not the kind of help yeah. he needs, man. Yeah, and you know and what it, they call them? Those those are the kind that they call the groupies. You know, who? they're after the fame and the fortune. You know, they 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 they're trying to get what they can get. And they're fun and to uh, hang around too when you're in your twenties, especially the early twenties, man. Oh, what absolutely. You about? At least, uh, yeah. at least. You, at least you think you're having fun. <laughs> 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 you know? You know, so <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's uh, definitely barking up the wrong tree trying to make a comeback with, with, with the past publicity 
with the publicity, the negative publicity that he had in the past. So, oh, Johnny, I'm telling you, you talking, you know, you talking down, you talking to a man that 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 has experienced all of that. So, you know, now that I'm older, I'm a lot wiser. But I wish I could have got that wisdom earlier. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean, Richard. I, I know. Like that wisdom, wisdom hasn't kicked in on him yet. Mm-hmm. Now you, you know. Wise decision. We look at two guys, um, two guys, Johnny Manziel, Heisman Trophy winner, and Tim Tebow, Heisman Trophy winner. Probably neither one of them was good enough to be star quarterbacks in the NFL. Johnny Manziel actually, I think, had a chance to be a to be a decent quarterback in the, in the NFL, but he just didn't have a star power, and he just he just didn't have the the it factor. He wasn't six three for one thing, and he he just constantly got in trouble. Well, Tim Tebow is just right. the opposite. Right. Never got in any trouble, but for some reason he just didn't get the NFL system. And and I think because he wasn't a star in the league, he couldn't be a, a third-string quarterback because everybody's going to be saying, we want Tebow. When Tebow coming in the game? So NFL just say, forget this, man. Go on, we're just going to cut you. Now he's in baseball, making a big comeback, trying to make a comeback in Major League Baseball. Reggie, we only got a minute mm-hmm. before we take a quick commercial break, but what you think about Tebow making this come comeback in baseball? You know what, man? I, I, I root for Tebow. As much as I don't like the Gators, I root for Tim, Tim Tebow because he's a he's he's a positive example, you know, and anybody that's that's a positive example, man, it's hard to not root for him. Um I think he's a hell of a guy, man. Um Guy carries himself with with uh, a lot of discipline and and decency, and uh, I think that's what the organization is really do like about him is the way that they know that they'll get positive positive uh, uh, media coverage when it comes to Tim Tebow, and they don't have to worry about him conducting himself off the field. They don't have to worry about him being a problem, and I think that's that's another thing that plays in their favor. And also, I, and I know a lot of people don't like to go there. The man's strong believer in Lord Jesus Christ, and and his faith is what's keeping him going. If you ask me, I believe yeah. it's his faith. I agree. I agree with that. Um, and I'm gonna tell you this too, Reggie. Um, this world and this America that we live in would be a better America if we all took a little bit of Tim Tebow and put it in our life. Hey, man, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Sports Info after these messages. flagship station for sports voice america sports check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in host jd harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans former players owners execs and coaches while inside the man cave you do whatever you like we won't judge we'll even go beyond sports to talk technology current events and entertainment Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're tapping into the autumn bite for bass, walleyes, catfish, and more with J.P. DeRose from Breaking Boundaries, Steels Reeling the Outdoors with Joe Thomas, and Ronnie Green from A Fishing Story. We'll discuss how to pattern their movements, must-have tackle for the fall bite, and how the weather affects their feeding patterns. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, this movie, um, ESPN's first Oscar-winning movie, OJ, Made in America. Now, I, I've never seen a movie because, you know, some things it just takes me a minute to watch. And uh, I knew this was going to be one of those things that's going to be around for a while. And now, anything that you want to watch on TV, you could watch it uh, a year from now, three years from now, or you can watch it next week. So in its entirety. So I, I just didn't kind of, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big, big OJ fan. I mean, I go way, way back. From from the days of when I when I first started watching football, OJ Simpson was great for the Buffalo Bills, and I never stopped watching him until when he left the Buffalo Bills and went and played for the um, San Diego Chargers. Um, and when and when he was left San Diego Chargers and went and played for, and went into acting, I followed the juice, you know. Um, and I, when he went to jail, I followed him there throughout his first court case. I watched it every day, seemed like, because I'm a big fan of the juice. And um, I heard today that October 1st, OJ may be paroled. And not only that, that OJ has over $2 million waiting for him from the NFL from his NFL pension, money that he had not been able to touch. Now, don't forget that the the Goldmans, the people that they say OJ killed their daughter, they have a $47 million um, suit against him, but they can't touch that money. They can't touch his pension money. So OJ got two point, I think it's $2.7 million waiting on him as soon as he is released from prison. And he might be released as early as October 1st. We got Vince on the line. Vince, what's going on? Yes, Mr. Oliver. I hear you talking over there. How you doing? Hey, hey man, I'm I'm loving life. You know, I'm, I'm loving life. 
Uh, I, and I also heard that another one of my favorite running backs, I was a running back growing up uh, and in college and it was drafted by the Seahawks, played running back. But uh, Tony Dorsett, I heard that he's not doing so well. You know, he has these uh, the CTEs um, from uh, so many uh, concussions that he's – and, you know, Tony Dorsett – he, he was like a road dog. He never missed too many games. So just imagine how many games he probably played while he had a concussion. You know, so, yeah, oh I, 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 yeah, just think about stuff like that, man. It's enough to shake you up. But what what you, what you think about this this O.J. Made in America, the movie, won an won a Oscar, um, uh, at the, and O.J. might be getting out of jail in a, in a few months. I don't. I really don't understand how they let people make moves and do things off of other people and then use their credibility and try to shoot their credibility down. But all the time they making money off of their credibility. You know what I mean? Like you just said, you put it very simple. And every kid at our era in our age bracket known OJ Simpson as the greatest tailbike ever to touch the football. When you say Miami, you say Buffalo, you say the Jews. And, yeah. and the man ran the ball like, hey, he was good in their world, but when they got to their own world, now he's a criminal, and they try to pitch him as a real criminal. But in the state of law, he ain't that criminal. First of all, he went to jail because somebody taking his stuff. And then they use his stuff because he man enough to go and take his stuff back. And that's quite natural. When you take some of me, I'm going back and try to get it back. I pray that that's the way the life is in the United States of America. But I tell you what, they don't bully Trump. They bully everybody. Oh, hey, hold on now, hold on. Now let's go back to OJ. <laughs> let's let's have stay with OJ now. Hey, yeah, now I'm gonna tell you something about OJ. Now let's let's don't get it twisted. Let's don't get it twisted. Let's well, don't get it twisted. Twist. I just know he, uh, he, he, hold, he on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause see, OJ, OJ didn't go to jail. We, we, on paper, he might have went to jail for taking his Heisman yeah. Trophy and some more of his memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. We all know, we all know the law. Johnny Law was waiting on OJ from what he had did back in LA, or what they accused mm. him of going back in LA to run yeah. Goldman and, and yeah. his wife. So I'm saying, you know, that that's that's. And you know we can. You and I both know ain't nobody going to prison for taking their own stuff. O, if OJ Simpson had had that Ron Goldman and his and his wife killing over him, I mean, really? Yeah. Do you think he would have went to jail one day for that for no. that high trophy and that memorabilia? Yeah, yeah. I don't no. think so. No, because he was no. the Jew. No. He was OJ. You know, come on. It just wouldn't happen yeah. like that. So, you know, I, I look at it like OJ got, OJ got, um, and a lot of people saying, you know, a lot of people saying, OJ got what he deserved. Yeah. I don't feel that I way. guess he did. If you go keep willing me until you make me do something that I don't want to do, you already um, criticize him as a criminal. And, you know, and one thing I can say, he went to prison and touched him like a man and held his head up high. Hopefully he done changed his life to God, but it's just sad that he had to go through all this him to become a U.S. citizen to get his name back to himself. You know well, what I mean? Because it, it's, it's kind of tough on him still, but let me one ask thing you about question. it, though. 
know, he's in the limelight. He's going to stay in the limelight. And he got to find a new circle, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, until he get out, the police still going to be following him. So he's never free. You know so let I mean? me ask they a question now. For another thing, least thing, anything, just to try to get him in trouble and say he did it. And then they have somebody to provoke him to do something. But he's still smart enough to know that, that you know, that's the way the world goes on. But I think he's probably one of their hated men in the world. If they had a prediction besides Mr. Bossman. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah. You know, now, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to ask you a question, though, Vince, before we get out of here. How, what kind of life do you think O.J. Simpson is going to have when he's no released life. That's what I'm from prison? He don't have think, no life. Now, now, come on, now, hold on, hold on. Because before he went to prison, he had a pretty good life. He was living down in South Florida. Matter of fact, he got busted and caught up in some mess up in, over in Vegas. So he was traveling, doing his own thing. He wasn't in no, he wasn't, he wasn't in no financial hardship. Nobody would, yeah, you know, he, he went here to kid who took 10 cans. And, why I've got it on my mind. Go ahead. I ain't mean to cut you off. I want to say that why you just say the key, why I had it on my mind. OJ is the number one key you just say. He was living in South Florida. See, in South Florida, people forget. And you can come down to South Florida, you can go to South Beach, you can go to Miami, and you are, when OJ come to Miami, South Beach, people going to be so glad to see him, saying, oh, that's OJ, that's the Jew, can I take a picture with him? But you go any other state in the world, they look at him as he's a criminal, he's a bad person, which he's not a bad person. You understand? But one thing about it, that's why they call it the brother of love down here in Miami, South Florida. And that's what they that's why when uh, um University of Miami was jumping on Notre Day, they thought we were thugged out, but all the time we keep it real down here. Uh, we, we 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 treat you the same. If you get hey, so well, you did good or whatever, that's how it is down here. That's why I'm gonna tell you that's true. Florida that, that, out there and Miami are the best citizens in the world. That same so thing that happened in Las like Vegas it. to OJ that put him in prison, that wouldn't have happened uh, in Miami. There, there's no, no way OJ would have went to jail in Florida no. for taking no. his memorabilia. It would have been something no, worked out. Stuff, it it would have been something worked out in Florida. Yeah. Now, I, I, it just wouldn't have went stuff. down like that. Now, now maybe I, it just, I don't think it would have went down like it did. In, because Vegas is so close to L.A., L.A. got so many ties to Vegas, man. He he might as well have did that in Vegas, in Los Angeles, I yeah. mean. So I'm saying, yeah. and, you know, O.J., o, O.J., um, he brought a lot of that stuff on himself. And I know he sat he in that cell. Himself. I can't say he never did that part. He brought it on himself. But one thing about it, he stood up to be a man that's on both men. And that's mean. It can be me. That can be you. I mean, anybody. Ain't nowhere in the world. I want a house. And you're going to take my house and do what you want to do, and they ain't going to tell me you're going to bunk me. No, that's my trophy. Why am I going to jail for going to get my own trophy? <laughs> and I'm defending myself. You just hey, take what I see, got. See, we don't, we don't know all the ends and outs about that trophy, and none of them trophies. Well, well, so, but that don't matter. That, but that, don't, that, that does not you matter. That does not matter. That does not matter. Yeah. Because, see, when you're one of the most important athletes in history... In 
Yeah. When you in when you one of the most right. important athletes in history, you don't he go right. down nowhere and take nothing. You make a few he phone calls. Take. You make a few phone calls. I don't care if you've been to prison. You you make a few yeah. phone calls and it get taken care of. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? And may, yeah. maybe you owe somebody a favor down the line, or you may even owe them some money down the line, but it gets taken care of. OJ did the wrong thing, and I'm sure he sat in that cell many days in Las Vegas yeah. and said, man, what the hell was I doing? What the hell was I thinking about? Why ain't just called Jim Bob or Skillet or Bobo or Leroy, one of them, and tell them yeah. to go down there and take care of this for me? What the hell am I out there doing that? Didn't Chris Carter tell us all we all need to have a fall guy? You understand what I'm saying, man? That, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying. Hey, Vince, we got to get out of here, man. See, man, you can talk about this OJ thing for a long time. But before I let you go, Vince, um, before I let you go, I want to ask you um, um, one question because we're talking about another guy from down south. Antonio Brown just signed probably one of the biggest contracts for a wide receiver in NFL history, Seven, $17 million a year. And I think he's guaranteed for like four, uh, six years, $17 million a year. He deserves it. He deserves it. He's the best in the league. He earned his pay. Yeah, he bring the conversation to the and, and believe it or not, they gonna win it sitting in two years. They yep. got good coach, they got good system, and he deserves every dollar because he made the team go. He is a flow leader, and and he deserves it. You know, it's about time they get somebody something that who deserves it. Look at look at some of them guys who get the money and don't deserve it. Yep, you know hey, Vince, we gotta get out of here, man. We, we got to get out of it. We got somebody else on the line. Let me get I mean, Hey, Vince, don't be a stranger now. We're here every Monday night. Give us a call. Yeah, because I can stay on here all day. I know it. I know you can. <laughs> hey, much love, my brother. Peace. Okay. I'll call you all on right. the outside. Okay. Peace. <laughs> hey, we got another call on the line. What's up, Tyrone? Hey, my friend. What's going on? I can't call. How you doing? Man, I'm loving life, man. Loving this life I got, you know, so thankful. Just really thankful, man. I'm telling you, I just... Exactly. Every day we wake up is a blessing. How, how, that, how that rapper say, if, if you woke up this morning, you winning. Yeah, you winning. That was 2 chain, say. That was 2 chain. That's who's saying that song, 2 chain. Yeah, I got to remember that. I, 2 chain. I like hey, 2 chain. So I was listening to this conversation that you and the other guy was talking about, you know, Antonio Brown, definitely. Deserves that money. Yeah, deserves he, that money. He, he he deserves the money for sure. You know, um, he he he's a little flashy. He did something at the end of the season last year that I didn't like at all when he took that um, videotape. Um, yeah, with the locker room thing. Yeah, the locker room yeah. thing. You know, but he, he, sometimes a lot of players make a lot of irrational decisions when you end the moment. It was just one of them things how he was feeling. Yeah, man, and I, and I, I can, I can see that. Yeah, you know, in uh, four years, sixty-two point sixty-two million, and he gets a nineteen million dollar signing bonus. That's that's Whew. that's nice. That's real nice. Yeah, he deserves Whew. it though. I mean, really. You know, um, yeah, now, yeah, now you deserves. gotta wonder. 
what is Julio Jones going to want? What kind of money is he going to be looking at? Julio going to want Todd Dollars as well. going to want more money than him. Because he got to say, you know, you got to figure he's bigger. He's, he's just as fast, you know. Yeah. And you see what Julio Jones did to the New England Patriots. You see what New England Patriots did to Antonio Brown. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, they took I, that's him what I'm out saying. Of the they can't do nothing with Julio. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons lost from bad coaching, bad decisions all the way around. They quit playing. You know, um, I, my, my daughter asked me about this game. We had dinner last last Tuesday. And she asked me about the game and the Super Bowl. And I said, well, you know, sometimes when you're trying to explain something to somebody that don't know a lot about a certain thing, you break it down to them in, in the simplest terms possible. And I said, you ever heard of that story, baby, of the tortoise and the hare? She said, yeah, yeah. I said, well, think about that. When the tortoise jumped out to a big lead in the race, what he started doing? He started stopping and losing his focus, talking to his homeboys, having a little cup of coffee. He, he lost his focus. Then the next thing you know, by the time he regained his focus, it was too late. It was too late. This, this, and, and it's not just the players. It's the, it's the coaching. It's the organization. What the, what the world of owner coming down the field in the third quarter for? You know, mm-hmm. they, they, come on, you know. Yeah. The game wrapped up. Against Brady and Bill Belichick? Come on, you man. Know, we know. We knew we knew New England wasn't gonna lay down like that. Nah, we we knew New England wasn't gonna lay down like that at all. We we knew that, so I don't I don't get what's going on with um I don't get what's going on with Atlanta because they had a once in once in an opportunity, one time. You know, you don't get this opportunity. It don't just fall in your lap. You know, you're not the New England Pages where you're in the Super Bowl every other year. So this is their exactly. Atlanta Falcons, man. And they really didn't take advantage of their opportunity. They they really missed out on a on a chance to do something real big. Hey, Tyrone, we got to take a quick commercial break. But I want you to hold through, man, so we can talk a little bit about, about Muhammad Ali's son getting stopped in the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Oh, and they yes, ask him, yes, yes, what's your religion? Hey. We'll be right back with more sports information on the other side of this commercial break. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Tyrone on the line. And um, Ty, what's going on, man? You know, we were just talking a little bit about that Muhammad Ali son situation at the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Hey, what do you feel about that? Uh, I, I, I really feel like he was biased why he got stopped. I really do believe that. Well, we already know what the president got going on. Yeah. Well, you think of a little profiling going on with this situation? Yes, of course it was. Now, you know, they say him and his mom got stopped, right? Him and his mom got stopped. And his mom showed him a picture of her and Muhammad Ali, and they let her go. And they kept him for an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. And they asked him what was his religion, and he told him his religion was Muslim. Now, eh, you know, and and I guess this is is the kind of things that are going to make people stop telling what their religion is or... I, I just don't know, you know. I, it's kind of scary because um, I like to travel. I, I really do. I was, I was just looking at me a trip to go to Jamaica, um, in the near future, flying over to Jamaica and then flying back and leaving from the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Not that I think that I'd have any problem, but if he, if Muhammad Ali's son is being stopped and pulled in a room, they'll pull me in a room. No doubt about it, and and I've been pulled in the room a few times, you know. So it ain't no big, it ain't no big stink to me. Uh, I've, I've, you know, this has been happening to me since the eighties, so it ain't no big deal. But um, I guess when they start asking you personal questions like that, you know, um, I think that I mean, that may be taking it just just a bit too far. Yeah, I think that's taking it too far for once because that didn't have nothing to do with why I'm traveling. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. And I I want you to be truthfully honest with me. If you got on a plane going to Los Angeles, 
and you sat beside a man that was dark skinned but not black, dark skinned, olive colored, with a big beard and a long, almost looked like a dress on, but not a dress, and he had a turban on his head. Are you going to feel uncomfortable sitting beside that man going to Los Angeles? No, I would not. You would not? No, I would not. Now, let me ask you a question. If we ask 10 people that same question, how many of them do you think would make would say they, they would feel a little uncomfortable? Yeah, it depends. It depends. I'm just saying, how many? Out of those 10, just random 10 people, how many you think would say they feel a little uncomfortable? More than likely, six or seven. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I I guess my thing is, my thing is, uh, a person coming from Jamaica that's born in Philadelphia, that's one thing. You know, but a a, a person maybe coming from somewhere else, I don't know. But from Philadelphia, born in Philadelphia, with a driver license, say Philadelphia, or 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 a personal ID that says City of Philadelphia, I don't get that. Hey, Tyrone, thanks for calling, man. We'll be don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. Yes, sir. You take it easy. I wish you all the luck on the radio show as well, coach. Take it easy. I appreciate it, man. Don't be a stranger. Yo, hey, we got Gordon on the line. Gordon, what's going on? What do you say, buddy? Hey, you know what you were asking Tyrone about, you know, you know, how many people would admit that they were uncomfortable, Right. but how many were really uncomfortable? I would say 60 to 70 percent, six or seven out of 10. That's exactly what he said. He said six or he said five or six or six or seven, one or the other. And, 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 you know, when I asked him the question, he said, no. And he almost said it too quick, no right away. And I'm going to take him for take him for his word. But when I ask him, how many people that out of ten people would we just randomly ask ten people? He says six or seven of them would say they would feel uncomfortable. And 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 I know I, you know I I, I would agree with him. Six or seven, like you say, sixty to seventy percent would say they'd feel uncomfortable. Now. Um, uh, you know, I mean, if it's justified, probably not. But the thing about it is, Daryl, you can say all you want. Uh, we have been victimized, and, uh, and 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 there's some fear in our country over uh, terrorists. It is. Oh yeah, you know? it, it's 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 some fear in our country over over terrorists. Um, and 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 it's and, and we also have some now. It looks like um, other fears are creeping in too, and uh, and that's I think is is just as the homegrown terrorists are are just as fearful now or scary oh, as sure. as some of the or more um, so, more yeah, so uh, because you can more so, them. more so than some of the foreign um, terrorists that we have. But you know, Coach. Um, no, not not to not to speak of terrorists, but we talked about this a little earlier. And uh, OJ is getting out of jail, maybe October first. You know, it might be paroled oh. October first. Good. And and they say he has, I think, two point seven million dollars waiting on him from his NFL pension that the Goldmans couldn't touch because that's his pension. Right. Yeah. Right. So hey. Um, not only is OJ might be getting out of jail, he might be getting out of jail, and he got a little stash of money 
waiting on him uh, when he yeah. get out. Well, maybe yeah. they'll leave the guy alone now. Hey, his movie just won an Oscar. You know, oh, know. OJ Made in America. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen the movie, but um, but oh, I, it's not I, I very think good. I, it's not very good. It portrays him as a villain. Oh really? I don't want to see yeah. it. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I and I the guy at the Academy Awards last night gets up and says, "Oh, I did it for the you know his wife and." Whatever the kid's name was, Ron. Yeah, uh, Ron Goldman. He need to quit. Yeah, yeah. And so I, yeah. you know, I, uh, you know, who knows? I, you know, the the only thing I liked about it was I was hoping that Denzel was going to win. You know, Denzel's been put up for a nomination for Oscar eight times and had one yet. Wow. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that that is yeah. really, really unbelievable. And um. A lot of people thought that movie this year was gonna was gonna win, yeah. and I think the the lady that was in the movie won won, won an did. Oscar. Violet, yeah, Viola did. Viola she, Davis, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know that's happened to Denzel a couple of times. Yeah, the leading well, lady wins the that. Oscar, and he doesn't that. win. That's happened to oh. him a couple of times where the leading lady will win the Oscar, and he didn't win the Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The quality and guy. He is, he is. And, you know, um, we, we were talking about Tim Tebow earlier in the show where you're talking about a kid that's never gotten in any trouble, never, n- name has never been in the paper for doing anything wrong. And um, here this kid, Johnny Manziel, here he is on a yacht in Miami this week, last week drinking with four half-naked women. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with the full half naked women, but him drinking is just not a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, the kid can't handle it. Yeah, you know, and here he is talking about a comeback. How could you talk about a comeback? And the, you know, and and here's another dude, the dude for the Ravens, uh, Elam. Right. He's speeding, speeding in Miami in a Range Rover with a hundred and a hundred and twenty something grams of marijuana. And some pills, and you're in a, and you're in a hundred thousand dollar car riding in a forty mile per hour zone, driving like seventy miles per hour. Come on, you just you just asking for trouble, you yeah. know? You get on a yacht in Miami, and your name is Johnny Manziel, and you got four half naked chicks, and ain't nothing wrong with the four half naked chicks. But somebody's gonna take your picture, Coach. I'm oh heck yeah! Somebody's and gonna take team, your picture. And what team wants to saddle themselves with that? Right. Right, right. That's that. There, there was. There's where the problems lie with people like Johnny Manziel. You know, and Vince Young, he's trying to make a comeback this year. Is he really? Yes. And if he can get in somebody's camp and keep his nose clean, he might be an arm that may they may keep around for a while. You never know. Somebody big might get hurt, and, and he might be another Dakota Prescott for a season. But yeah. he just got to keep his nose clean first, you know. It's just yeah. just got to just got to do the right thing. Yeah, you, you can't expect. Well, you know, there to was be... a nice interview. They, uh, there was an independent that did a nice interview on Michael Vick the other day, and he said, "You know, hey, you know, I'm glad I got a chance to get back in the league for a while and recoup some of the income I'd lost." And. uh I mean, he's not bitter at all, but, 
you know, I, I, Coach, I'll never get over the fact that the guy did two years for a dog fight. And I love yeah. dogs. You know, that's what I do. I know, I know. I know, Coach. But, but you know, yeah. here's this guy. You know, we've got all these thugs walking around doing I know. no time. And this guy does two years. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Coach. O.J. might get out on parole for stealing his old Heisman trophy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Taking yeah. his own stuff back, but yeah. that was all set up. Those there were oh, just so yeah. many people that wanted OJ to go down, and when he didn't get convicted of his wife's murder, they 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 were setting a trap, and they got him. and I they got that. Him. I, you know, I'll yeah. always believe that. I'll always believe that, and, and they got him. And uh, now, Coach, you know, um, uh, John Elway's come out and said that. Um, that he could really see Tony Romo coming and playing. All they need is a, is an experienced quarterback. He said they have everything at, at the Denver Broncos except an experienced quarterback, and he really thinks that Tony Romo might be that guy. You think Tony Romo could could make it through a season, Coach? You know, I, you know, I, uh, Tony Romo was playing behind the best offensive line supposedly in football. Right? Right. You know what everybody says? That the I, Dallas Cowboys has the best offensive line in the league? I thought And so. he couldn't stay healthy? Well, I mean, so where where is he going to go that they can protect him any better? You know, I've heard, you know, different scenarios that, you know, that uh, maybe the Cardinals will try to grab him. Well, heck, the Cardinals couldn't keep uh, Carson Palmer healthy. They think they can keep Tony Romo healthy? I, you know, I don't see you know, the guy needs to say, hey, you know, I played a lot of years in the league. I made a little pension money and, and go on down the road. But, you know, what do I know? I agree with you, Does the guy coach, have some more games in him, Daryl? I ain't sure. You know, Coach, these guys do not leave the game. They have to get oh, carted off the field. Because nowhere else is they are they going to go to work on Tuesday and pick up a check for fifteen or thirty or forty or a hundred thousand dollars. In some cases, yeah. three hundred thousand dollars a week. Every other week, you get a check for a half a meal. Come on, it just it just doesn't. You know, you have to be carted off. And um. You know, as much as as much as uh, as much as we want to tell Tony Romo, Tony, don't go out there. You might never walk again. His old lady be talking about, baby, it ain't that bad. I think you're all right. Hey, coach. I know, I know. Hey, coach, we got to get out of here, but it's always fun. It's always fun. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock. All right, buddy. You hey, thanks care. a lot, Coach. Appreciate it. Hey, guys. Um, um, what's 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 this cat's name? Um, played for the the Cavaliers. The guard that plays for the Cavaliers. Oh my goodness! And and I, you know, it it, it bugs me. It it, it 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 bugs it bugs me. It really does bug me when people say things that are just really, just almost kind of like just. Just really, really, just kind of crazy. But 
the um the the Cavaliers guard says that the earth is flat. Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.